0: Good morning and welcome to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 and 1450 AM WAOV Vincent, 97.3 FM in Washington. We begin this morning's show with Jamie Neal from the Knox City Chamber of Commerce and also she has brought her intern for this semester Grace Robinson. Good morning all. Good morning. Good morning. All righty you're grace you're no stranger to the show no uh, i think we'll have to give her own slot <laughs> pretty soon she'll get her own parking spot down here yeah wait wait a minute. i don't even get a parking spot <laughs> <laughs> but i come so early i could pick anyone so yeah well, well good morning and uh boy big big news coming out of the chamber jamie and it's it should be no surprise, okay. mm-hmm. but it still is, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm still tired.
0: <laughs> all right, we're talking about, of course, the promotion. Right. About and ex- explain what how it all went about. Okay,
1: so it was the Shop Knox County um, e gift card. We were along with several community partners: the City of Vincent, City of Bicknell, uh, the County, Knox County uh, Community Foundation the uh, economic development visitors bureau in the chamber and downtown Vincennes. we all pulled together um, dollars ninety five thousand dollars to offer a buy one get one so you can go online, you can buy a gift card and you get the same value for free. Once the money runs out, the buy go the BOGO is over. So um, we partner with a company called Yifty and which, you know, several chambers around the country use it. But it is it was a huge success. Uh, we sold out the fastest that the company has ever seen. Um, I got a call from their CEO the other day saying, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we blew up their system basically, but in two and a half hours, the $95,000 collected from our community partners was gone. So.
0: That's great. Yeah. It's so, so unbelievable. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. I yeah. mean, so that means $190,000 from what was purchased in the the free cards, or going back into our businesses. So at the end of the day, that's the best news that we can hear.
0: What I really like about this is not only the, what you guys have done, mm-hmm. but the way the city's gotten behind it. Absolutely. I mean, it's just we all see the benefit of this. Right. And now, now I didn't get a card. Okay. <laughs> and no, no, Jamie didn't bring me one. Okay. There's no benefit to doing this. Right. But, I, but I'm just saying that it is an opportunity you mm-hmm. know everybody wins right everybody
1: yeah i mean it was a true community collaboration and um, between all the partners because we see the value in it we know that making our businesses and our community succeed is a win-win for everyone you know it keeps our community thriving it's you know as i say all the time these are the businesses that give back to us you know through activities school activities you know community activities so now is our time to help support them Um, but like i said a hundred ninety thousand dollars you know last year it was about a hundred and fifty five thousand dollars that went back to our businesses and that a hundred ninety thousand you know people can still buy gift cards they're not going to get the buy one get one but it is such a great easy gift to give someone um on your Christmas list to give them a Shop Knox County gift card.
0: Wow. Now, if you get one of these gift cards, mm-hmm. it's it's chamber members, right?
1: No, no. actually.
0: Okay, there's where I'm mistaken. Yeah, right.
1: that's the great thing about this program. Um, you know, we hope everyone that's on this card will become chamber members because these are the things that we can do for them. Um, but no with as many community partners involved we didn't want to just limit it to chamber members and we wanted to make sure that every business in the community was able to be a part of this so you know the the rules are they have to be a chamber member, or not excuse me they have to be a Knox County business they have to be registered with the state of Indiana um, and a few other things nothing significant you know nothing outstanding you know outlandish or whatever they um, But yeah we have several on the list we have over 80 people on the list of businesses that you can use these gift cards and we actually are continuing to talk to businesses to be put on the list so just because you didn't get there by last week you can still be involved if you are a a business Um, and they range from you know retail stores to beauty shops to you know, we have an insurance agent on there. We have a an accountant on there. Anything that you need to pay for, all these work as a credit card, so you can use them for anything. Wow, gosh, it's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, needless to say, we'll do this again next year.
1: I hope so. You know, I mean, it's it's one of those things. If we can, if we can pull the the dollars together from our community partners, I I hope I hope. You know, so.
0: Okay, what do you think about this, Grace? This is great stuff, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It still surprises me that we sold out in two and a half hours. Yeah,
0: yeah. And now, when when they buy them, do they have to pick them up from you guys or no?
1: no they get emailed. They can be emailed to them, texted to them. Um, they can choose how they want to receive it so they actually it's a all a totally online system you know they don't have to come to the chamber office to purchase these but if you want to send them as a gift to someone you can do that so um or if you want to print it and put it in an envelope and give it to someone you can do that as well
0: okay wow Exciting! It's great. Exciting. It Do you remember you and I talked about this last year? Mm-hmm. Okay, and you were a little hesitant. Yeah. Because you didn't know if you first of all you get the support,
1: right? Okay, right.
0: and number two, what the response would be.
1: Yeah.
0: And and. Both positives <laughs> from last year, this year, even bigger positives. And I knew it was bigger, It's going to be bigger because I heard more people talk about
1: Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And like I said earlier, you know, the CEO of the, the Yifty company called and she wanted to know what's the secret and you know how, you know, last year we were the fastest that they had ever sold out of, of that amount of money, you know, and this year we definitely were the fastest and, I, you know, I just, that's what I attributed it to. I was like, it's our community, you know, through the different marketing pieces that the avenues that we were talking about this and word of mouth, the community is really the one that rallied behind it. And, um, you know, at the chamber, we're not afraid to try new things. No, you know, that's, that's kind of our motto. If it's, <laughs> if it's working somewhere else, whether it's a smaller or larger community, we can make it work here. And, That's kind of our mentality going into this last year is, oh, okay, why not? And we pulled it off in two and a half weeks. So um, huge success. Hopefully, you know, we can rally the troops and get those dollars for next year. Um, But, you know, we're just going to appreciate what we have today.
0: Okay, well, here's (laughs) the thing is you mentioned two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. You really couldn't do anything so you had to go ahead from the participating people. I mean, the ones who are backing you.
1: Right, right. Yeah, and that, that was the thing. You know, people kept saying, what day is it going to drop? What day is it going to drop? And I'm like, well, I'm still collecting money from partners. And, you know, that was the thing. It really is based on when our partners are going to decide to come on board with it. And I will have to say, it's it was never a hard sell. Um, everybody knew that it was great for our community. And, you know, for them, it was how much you know, how much can they give and, but they all wanted to be a part of it.
0: Right, right. what did you learn from this Grace?
1: Uh, I learned a lot. I learned (laughs) definitely the um, value of our community and how our community just rallied behind us to support all the small businesses and the local businesses that Knox County has to offer.
0: Just jump in with both feet, right? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, don't be scared. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's for the good of the, you know, the community. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, I'm glad you brought the county. I mean, we always had a tendency to think about Vincennes, but I mean, we you are Knox County Chamber. Right. so
1: Right, we are Knox County Chamber, and these are Knox County businesses. And, you know, again, we added the city of Bicknell this year because it's not about you know, city or, or, or township lines or anything like that. It's all one County and supporting everyone is, is what our goal is.
0: Right. I really like what you're doing on this simply because you're getting a lot of people involved. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's easier to say, okay, we're the chamber. We're We're responsible for the watermelon festival. I mean, but isn't it nice to have partners?
1: Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, and that, that was the great thing about this is, you know, you know, we as a as a chamber, I mean, we're not making any money off of this program. I mean, we are just offering it to the community and we yeah, we are the ones that kind of spearheaded it or whatever, but it's not about us. It's mm-hmm. about our businesses, it's about the partnerships that were formed, it's about Knox County as a whole and seeing everyone succeed in all of this.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're told the CEO also it really helps having a great radio host (laughs) who really, really pushed this for us.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So like how I snuck that one in, Grace? Oh yeah. Hey, it's the holidays.
1: Well and but our media partners are just as important as everything else. I mean, if we don't have you talking about it, no one's gonna know. So we appreciate what you do for us. I know you
0: do. I know I just had to stick it in because I want to feel good today you know it, it's a feel-good day for me so That's right. all right okay well anyway so people are out using them right now yes all right yes. well good good yeah. now when they're doing this during this next couple of weeks are you kind of be gauging how much they're being used or
1: yeah I mean I honestly can see you know how much is spent where to be honest with you, really, you can track can. it. I don't give anyone those numbers. Uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, no, I can. I can see. You know, if it was like, because I'll get a report saying, you know, twenty-five of the cards were used today, and so I can see. You know, it was one story. I someone told me last night um, that they had a family. They each had their own, you know, email address. Went on and bought the card they pulled their money together and purchased something for a sibling and that was it was something that the sibling hadn't had for a very long time so they pulled their money together they went and actually it was you know it was diamond tinting and radio and they bought a radio for their for their sibling and you know it was a great day for them because they could truly see the value of this program. They saw the gift cards being used in such a great way. And that's just one of the stories that we've seen or that we've heard. People are flooding our businesses right now and using them. And that's the point of this program.
2: Okay. All right. Let's take a break. We'll have more after this on WAOV. Welcome back
0: to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV. Knox County Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Jamie Neal, along with her intern Grace Robinson, our guest this segment. I don't like that intern. I was going to say fellow employee today. Okay, <laughs> how about that? Okay. So anyway, uh, so we're doing Christmas season's big time. I know we didn't even say the phrase in that first segment.
1: Shop local. Oh, yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even
0: say it, but we do mean that.
1: That's right. You know, it's
0: mm-hmm. funny because it's not only uh, a phrase that's used here, but... You know you watch television mm-hmm. you watch everything It's all shop local
1: yeah for sure it, you know I mean it we obviously didn't coin that phrase but you know it's it's so important especially this time of year our phrase in our office is you know shop local support local meaning our nonprofit organizations and and everything so just being aware of of what we have to offer here in our community and making sure that when people are spending money they spend it here first mm-hmm. and um, that they are supporting all of these great organizations that make our community a nice place to live.
0: Right, right. And the thing is, this quarter is so vital. We talk right. about this all the time, but mm-hmm. January's first quarter, any business, right? It's a tough time. It's it a, is okay. So you really got to have a finish strong.
1: Yeah, finish strong. And you know, hopefully, with these gift card, this gift card program, you know, that people will receive these as gifts in the holidays and spend them in the first quarter. You know, that's kind of the other piece to that. Um, But you're right. This is the, you know, for some businesses, this last quarter, this last two months of the year is their make it or break it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now it's even more important for us. And I say this all the time, but I really mean it today. You know, this is the most important time of the year um, for us to get out and support these businesses. And, you know, we all, you know, the last couple of years have, has been rough on, on a few people. I mean, on a lot of people, to be honest with you. And, you know, right now it's just important that we are supporting the guy next door and making sure that everyone is thriving and what they're doing.
0: Exactly. Um, now, once we get past the holidays and we get into first of the year, mm-hmm. we go from, Shop always shop local. Okay, we go from the the holiday spirit into a new spirit called the eclipse.
1: Yes, I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's I don't know, I
0: don't know if any business or any organization does not have eclipse on their mind. I mean, one way or another. Uh Okay, from a chamber standpoint, Mm -hmm. okay, how do you approach it? I mean. This We haven't seen an animal like this before. Yeah. I mean, I mean. With a
1: lot of deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Um, you know, our approach to this is really just making sure our businesses are prepared, that they, you know you're right. We haven't seen anything like this, you know, and people are like, well, what's going to happen? Well, I don't really know. I, you know what I mean? It's one of those, but it's, you gotta be that boy scout. You gotta be prepared for anything and everything that's going to possibly come your way. So just being able to support them and, you know, we'll be working with the eclipse director and with our downtown association to help with the festival and things that, that are being planned. And we're a big part of that. Um, but for our businesses, it's just making sure that they're prepared and they really understand what the possibilities could be of this huge event.
0: And, yeah. I mean, the imagination could go wild on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. But I understand, you know, hotels are, you know, requiring two or three days yeah. stays. I mean, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. You know
1: I mean, this could make, you know, another another event that could make or break somebody's year. And, you know, we're, our hotels are being sold out. And at the end of the day, yes, we all want to see this beautiful eclipse and we want to see what's happening on Monday. What we really want is we want them to stop on their way through on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday and spend their money locally. So being able to offer activities or offering all of these, these things to visitors is really kind of what our goal is. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And you know, it helped when, when Sarah Wolf, the Mm -hmm. eclipse director, when she was able to get that camera crew here Oh yeah, I, and get video of yeah you know and they're going to come back during it and, mm-hmm. and show us how we've been what we've done right up to that point it only helps the city of incense mm-hmm. you know now there's nothing we could do if it's a cloudy day and raining and you know it's just kind of like oh man yeah clear up i mean right we can't control that right what we can't control is the way we approach this as Guest, mm-hmm. our to our guests, right? Coming right. in, you know, now in April, lawns will probably still be, and, yeah. and I, I mean, but you know, we could still be friendly. It's right. gotta be, you know, what the temperatures will be probably hopefully in the 50s or yeah. whatever,
1: yeah.
0: I and mean, but I know places, bed and breakfasts, and I know lots are being people are people could park and yes. camp camp out on a yard
1: yeah i mean there's so many opportunities for people to take advantage of this you know you don't have to be a business you can be you know a farmer that has a field that you're like oh i'm gonna wait to plant or whatever you know until after the eighth and um if if that's how they talk about it (laughs) i'm not a farmer but i'm just saying uh you know if you have a big field and it's a great open area that you want to allow a viewing area or you want to allow camping i mean we Sarah can help you with that, and there's just a lot of opportunity for a lot of people to take advantage of it. Not just businesses, uh-huh. so individuals can as well. <laughs> you're from
0: Posey County, I thought. I know. I, everybody from Posey County knows farming. Uh, not really.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Not really.
0: <laughs> All right, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> See, okay, okay. <laughs> I must like you, Grace. I don't pick on you. So. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> All right. Well, but you know, you hit a great point though. Is we can use the imagination. Yeah. Okay. But now, from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. if I'm a business on Main Street saying, all right, this thing is going to be three minutes long in length. Right. Okay. We're all gearing up for this time. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. How can I benefit from this? Yeah. I mean, how can I right. jump in?
1: Right. And you know, I mean, you can absolutely benefit by maybe having some special event you know some special item in your store and we you can promote that you can you know one just be open i mean because the main street is going to be busy there's going to be events on main street patrick henry square all the way around there so to take advantage of that flow of traffic you know you can absolutely do that It's making sure people are coming into your businesses. And that's what we're going to try to be doing is promoting the businesses, pushing people into those stores so we all can make money.
0: Right, right. More than anything, though, is I think we're setting Vincennes up for bigger things. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, we're planting that big seed. I mean, it's right for us. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, and we're being proactive. Right. And that's one thing I can say about the chamber. You guys are proactive. You we know, try to be. You have to be. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you'll lose.
1: Right, right. You know, I, I will say, you know, giving kudos to the city and the county, the city of Vincennes and, and Knox County and the city of Bicknell, they all have really moved forward with this and embraced this eclipse. And, you know, by hiring Sarah and, you know, knowing that this could be make a huge impact in our community, that everyone is on board. And, you know, Sarah's doing a great job. The surrounding communities, Evansville, Terre Haute, you know, the Pike counties, the Jaspers of the world, even, you know, over in Illinois, they're looking to see what we're doing. Because Sarah's done such a great job, but our city and the county coming together and hiring her, it's the first one in the area that it, that was done. And it's been awesome.
0: You know, it's got to be a logistics nightmare to put this together. But at the same time, they got it together. I mean, yeah, they've ordered I don't know how many porta potties I heard they ordered I just
1: I just uh, signed off on that bill. Yeah. yeah. We ordered a lot. Yeah, yeah, we did.
0: We did. Okay. Uh they got traffic patterns. Yep. Okay, they get this all set. Yeah. I mean, everybody is involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who's not involved is me. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm gonna be at home on my porch <laughs> with my two dogs and I'm gonna enjoy it by myself. That's right.
1: Well, I will say, you know, I mean, we Sarah is getting a lot of kudos, but I will tell you, John Streeter with our MA has done an amazing job. Absolutely. And he is on top of it. He, you know, he is fighting for us up at the state to get the things that we need for our community to be safe. He, you know, you talk about traffic flow and patterns. You mention it, and John can rattle anything off that you want to know. And um, we're lucky. We really are. We're lucky to have him in our community.
0: Right. Well, anyway, that's coming up in April, so we'll be talking more about it as we get closer and closer. But it is a big thing coming up. And we only got about a minute left, but Watermelon Festival is going to be set for next August 1st. Friday, Saturday of August. We know yep. that.
1: First full weekend in August. Okay. We are good to go.
0: We are good to go. And anything changing or <laughs> still too early?
1: Still too early. I mean, you know, we're, we are, as we just talked about, in eclipse mode, you know, thinking about that. And, you know, the Watermelon Fest will come along. I don't plan on changing anything. Probably everything will be the same. Um, you know, figuring out a way to beef up our kids' area. That's really kind of – that's the focus I really want for this year. There were a lot of
0: kids there this year. I I thought there was a lot of kids.
1: Yeah. Was it me or is is that – I felt like the crowd this year was a lot bigger than we've had in the past. Well, yeah, and I thought a lot of
0: kids. Yeah, and I know the year before we, you know, we had the World Series here. Mm-hmm,
1: okay, mm-hmm. and
0: then those came the kids. But, yeah, but I just thought in general there was a lot of kids. Yeah,
1: there were, there were, there were a ton of people, and yeah, a lot of kids. So that's you know that's kind of my focus. What can I do different? What can I, you know, doing a kids area is kind of kind of tough. I mean, you know, what's available and everything. So. Yeah, I mean, it was. We had Lincoln Trails, uh, Mobile Farm out there. We had bounce houses um, from all points up in Bicknell. So it was, it was a great, great time. But we're gonna see what we can do a okay. little bit different.
0: Grace, what would you like to say as we wrap things up? Are you? What's the big thing you've learned so far?
1: Um, I've mostly just learned like the value of community and just. Um, I'm just happy to be a part of this. (laughs) Really working with Jamie and Brody has been a wonderful time for me, especially coming in. During this season of the holiday, I've definitely been a part of a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to without this opportunity. So, so do you have to
0: write a paper or anything on this? No, I don't think so, because <laughs> 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 you would have plenty to write about. Oh wouldn't yeah, you?
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: All righty. Sure. Oh, of course, shop local again, and uh, if you got those cards, use them.
1: Absolutely, use them. Oh. Spend them locally.
0: Always a pleasure. Have a happy holiday. We'll see you you next year. You too. All righty. Stay tuned. More of the Morning Chat coming up on WAOV.
2: Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on W.A.O.V.? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. W.A.O.V. has our local shows on podcast, and easy to get to them. Go to W.A.O.V.AM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss vintage Vincennes, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to W.A.O.V.AM.com and find your podcast
0: welcome back to the morning chat with ed ballinger on waov next guest this morning VCSE superintendent, of course, Mr. Greg Parsley joins us. Good morning. Good morning,
3: Ed. Always good to be here.
0: All right. Well, we're going to wrap up this. I know that you still have a couple of weeks for the semester, but uh, it's been a good semester, hasn't it?
3: It's been a great semester, although it feels like we just, and I say this probably every year, and that old adage, the older you get, quicker time seems to go by, but it feels like we just started school, and quite frankly, I mean, we're two weeks away from going into Christmas break, which is hard to fathom.
0: You know, Greg, ever since the pandemic, we really, do now appreciate this time no
3: yes me? we do absolutely I mean you know I've always said there will be things that will reflect back upon with the pandemic that are positive and, and we certainly know all the the negatives but I think one of the greatest positives is uh, you cherish some of those more those opportunities that some of those kids didn't get the opportunity um, and you're a little more appreciative and thankful uh, for the things that we we do get.
0: As you look ahead, I mean, well, let's look back this semester. Um, good numbers at the school. I mean, that, that's great. Yep. I mean, that's that's the first thing you look at. But also it's a chance where you got some new staff members, got new faculty, got some just new people involved. And of course, you got new freshmen going through their first semester. Seems like everything's blending
3: It is. I mean, I mean, you've got new freshmen, you've got, you know, new sixth graders, uh, you know, you've got those dynamics all throughout the entire corporation. And uh, I would agree that things do uh, seem like uh, they're they're blending very well. Uh, And uh, I mean, those are the things that keep us encouraged.
0: You know, there's a lot of good things that happen within the school, but a lot of things that stand out in my mind, it's what's happened outside Number one, sounds like the state's finally getting its act together and taking care of teachers.
3: Yes, that's been a long time coming. Um, You know, that's something that, you know, schools have said for a long period of time that, you know, we're losing our best and brightest in the field uh, of education. A lot of it's uh, with the pay. I mean, and. Um, But the legislature finally placed an emphasis, although I'll really argue the the governor was probably the catalyst uh, to getting us where we needed uh, to get to on teacher pay. But we're finally getting those uh, salaries competitive. I am most appreciative. You know, obviously, I've been in this capacity for a long time, and I can remember the day when I first came here as the high school principal some 14, 15 years ago, whatever it was, um, You know, Vincennes was the lowest paid in all of southwestern Indiana. And, you know, we've moved ourselves or we've moved that needle where, you know, we're certainly more in the middle to sometimes the the upper part of the middle to the lower bottom uh, or to the lower of the top part um, to be sure that we are being very competitive and getting people paid what they are deserving
0: of. Right. You know, and I I think that's the point that people didn't realize that we were lowly paid, but... I don't know if it's anybody's fault, it just happens, but now we're competitive. Okay, and you know that That makes a difference
3: makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. because you know we want Vincennes and the vincense community school corporation not to be just uh you know what that next rung on the ladder it's the next stop we want it to be the destination and uh, we want it to be the last uh, stop for folks uh, or where they see themselves getting to and i think we've certainly done a good job of, of getting ourselves in that position
0: And, of course, another thing that happened that's outside the school but affects the school is other grants that you receive for security. I mean, this thing, honestly, Greg, just for me came out of nowhere.
3: Yeah, we had had conversations. You know, Chief Helen Brand has been phenomenal to work with. Uh, Obviously, it helps that— you know, Chief was our high school SRO for many years. Um, and then, when you know, some of the dynamics within the city, I mean, John got the opportunity to become the chief, and we've continued to have that phenomenal partnership with him. And it is a partnership. You know, I actually get calls from other communities. Uh, yesterday, just uh, was engaging with the superintendent over at Washington wanting to know, you know, How is it that the school and your police department work so well with each other? And it's quite frankly, it's like a glove. I mean, but we're also fortunate that we've got, you know, a city administration that wants to be sure that that's important. You know, Chief Helen Brand had said to me, um, quite frankly, well over a year ago, that he was going to go after these grants. You know, sometimes you wonder, you you see these big grants um, and you see them being awarded, but you think that's never going to be us. And, um, you know, certainly thanks to his determination and, and some others to see those come to fruition, I think, you know, Ed, one of the things school safety and security is probably at the very top of the list what we've got to take care of and address and i certainly think we've done a good job you know but we always need additional resources and certainly from the board's end uh, as i've worked with them over the many years in a perfect world perfect situation we put school resource officers in every building we simply have not had the personnel it's not you know i've always said we'll find the dollars well thanks to chief i mean not only did they find the dollars but those dollars are going to allow us i think to recruit the right people because that's the other thing when it comes to school resource officers we we've got seven school buildings we could find seven you know officers whatever the case not everyone who goes into law enforcement wants to be a school resource officer. You need those folks who have a passion and an enthusiasm for kids, and, and certainly working with Chief Helen Brand, I think we're going to be able to find that, and, and hopefully be able to take care of all our schools.
0: Yeah, I mean, what people have to understand—we talked to the chief the other day—is uh, they'll hire somebody, which means they'll go to the academy, and then to be an SRO, you got to continue. Correct. I mean, it's—it's it's just not like okay, now go to your, go to the school. Yeah. There's. An education process there
3: absolutely and and that's probably one of the things the state of indiana i know has been a leader in uh, the state of indiana has a school safety academy um, but we also have a very uh, rigorous academy for school resource officers i mean they not only go through the indiana school safety academy but they're also going through training to be a school resource officer and again that's really thanks to the state of indiana and the criteria but we're excited we know that we'll have phenomenal people within our buildings
0: the other thing is you know you 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 go to events at night you still see them i mean i mean it's it's amazing the the dedication they put toward these schools
3: absolutely well and and i say this frequently i mean from when you and i were in school and i think and i've made this comment probably on, on the air before I think we tend to look through the lens often of of schools, and and maybe it's that old-school thought that we see it, well, it's just teachers and and the principal. And and I don't ever want to undermine the the work that, you know, our teachers or educators are doing, but it takes a tremendous amount of people to do school today from when you and I were there. I mean, you know, it starts with our bus drivers. I mean, oftentimes they're the first and last people who see our kids, and and it's those relationships. Or maybe it's that cafeteria worker or school resource. Mm -hmm officer it takes a plethora of people to do what we do in school and and to be able to be successful but it's all about making those relationships with kids
0: as you look at um, now this is still down the pike a little bit i mean it's not like you're going to get them next fall right it's going to take a little time correct okay all right But you said seven buildings. I don't think people realize you have seven buildings.
3: Yeah, I mean, seven buildings. I mean, there's the high school, the middle school, uh, four elementaries, and then uh, the Washington Learning Academy, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't realize when we talk about WLA and the work that's happening out of Washington Learning Academy. Washington Learning Academy is its own separate institution within the VCSC. So we technically are operating with two high schools now within the VCSC, Washington Learning Academy and Lincoln High School. And when students graduate from WLA in May, we always do that commencement the week before the one out at Alice Arena, those students are graduating with a diploma. They are Washington Learning Academy Panthers, uh, as opposed to, you know, obviously, uh, the Vincent's Lincoln analysis. I mean, the two completely separate schools, but uh, obviously doing good work in, in both buildings.
0: And I think that, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I know we really haven't talked a lot about it and it, what it means. But uh, again, getting back to the resource officers, In a perfect world, we wouldn't need them.
3: In a perfect world, but the world's not perfect. No, it's
0: not. And we have to be proactive, all right? This isn't the result of anything that's happened at VCSE. This is something that we don't want to happen. Correct. All right. Uh, When you got the grant, what was your first reaction?
3: Well, I was actually, I was at a meeting uh, in Santa Claus uh, with about 30 other current superintendents and then about another 60 retired superintendents oh i thought you guys say l's so no say <laughs> no i was in santa claus indiana for the southern indiana superintendents meeting and uh i was on a bus we were actually doing a, a tour and um john called and it's like you got to be kidding me so i mean of course you know they wanted to do the uh, a press release and i said I'm in Santa Claus. I'm on a bus. I'm, I can't even get back right now. I mean, we obviously worked it out, but I was beyond ecstatic. Um, you know, sent a quick text to the board uh, alerting them. But, uh, you know, that's some of the best news we've received in a while. It
0: is. It's, it's tremendous news. It, it totally caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. But I know you and I had talked in the past about the, the hope was eventually get an officer in every school. Yeah. Okay, But I thought, you know, sometimes you have a pipe dream that, you know, maybe you get couple who alternate from the elementary schools or whatever but this is terrific mm-hmm. now I just got to find the right people right that's correct all right that's what we're working on. all right what's going on inside the school i mean um standardized test, uh anything like that you want to talk about
3: well you know there's, there's always a lot going on within the schools um you know probably and, and i know you just recently had mrs vickers our middle school counselor we're we're really excited next Monday and Tuesday. We have a national uh, speaker coming in to do. You know, I know a lot is said with bullying and what goes on in schools, and you and I both know bullying has been going on in schools since the very beginning of time. Now, bullying takes a much different look today, and unfortunately, a lot of it is it happens outside of the school setting but gets brought into the school setting. You know, certainly, you know, again, going back, if the world was perfect, and everybody was kind to each other we wouldn't have to worry about and we toned down some of the rhetoric from from time to time but you know we're excited um you know we're doing some different things we're actually you know mrs vickers has has worked her tail off to get this convocation set up we're doing it in all of our buildings we're doing a parent you know there's a parent night a parent day uh you know some games uh, are included, so we're excited. So I, I appreciate the work because that's been a long time coming. And I know there's there's a group of middle school parents have felt like that that's kind of needed. There's no question the middle school years are the toughest years for a kid. Uh, yeah, we all anybody that's ever been around probably ever had a kid knows that those middle school years are tough. So we're certainly you know looking forward uh, to that and and what may come out of that. But your comment um, with standardized. Testing, I'm going to be very curious. You know, the legislature comes in in January. Um, you know, we know some things are certainly changing from the previous session, but the big change that we're going to see, um, you know, the the whole I read in grade three. And um, the VCSC, like the other county schools, we're dropping I read also down to grade two so that we're going to be doing it in grade two and three, uh, giving – students an opportunity to hopefully be done with that standardized test earlier if they pass in two they're done with it and don't have to worry about it in three but the the thing that i am very fearful of that is going to occur in this legislative session uh, we've heard so much about reading that we're going back to the very beginning when i read three was implemented and if you do not pass it there is a strong chance you're going to be retained. And that did not go well the first time that it was implemented. And the reason why legislators actually backed away from that mandate was because of the fury that they got from parents and schools saying that that is doing an injustice. Well, we've got a whole different breed of legislators today than the ones who were there when that framework got you know rolled out many years ago, and I'm afraid we're going to go back down that path. It didn't work before, so I don't know why we think it's going to work this time, uh, but I, I'm fearful. Um, I, I'm hoping with the VCSC deciding to go down, into grade two, that we're giving opportunities and that hopefully, you know, if a, if a student isn't able to pass in grade two, they'll get it done in three. Um, but I, I don't know. But that's really the biggest thing that I see from a standardized. Um,
0: you know, something great. The thing that really bothers me about that is, well, actually a couple of things. Number one, you know, to put that much pressure on a kid in third grade. Okay. Number two is a third grader. You don't know what's going on in their life. Correct. Okay. Number three, some kids don't take tests well. I wasn't a great test taker. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> look at my SAT and ACT scores. I didn't do great. You know, it. I mean, I had great GPA, but I didn't have great those kind of scores. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem if somebody didn't do well on it, that they required extra education on the side or in, within school or school hours right. or whatever. But to retain them for a full year, hey. it, that just seems so drastic.
3: It could certainly, in my view as an educator, it could be to the detriment of the student. And you and I have had many conversations over the many years, you know, when it comes to standardized testing, lawmakers, I've always said, do, do not understand and realize everything that kids are dealing with today. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, a kid may be coming to us, we're the safest place, that safe environment, they're going to get a warm meal, they're going to be with people that care about them, Lawmakers lose sight, and I think sometimes look at kids almost as just a number, and that it it doesn't, it's immaterial. Well, that's not what a kid is. We've got a responsibility in so many other realms, and quite frankly, I've always said, if it's to my demise as a school superintendent, then so be it. I'll certainly be able to live with myself. I don't get hung up on standardized test scores, never have. If you want to mark the Vincennes Community School Corporation down for accountability because our kids aren't always getting the job done, I'm okay with that because I know I'm in all of our buildings frequently. I know the good and the great work that occurs in the classrooms. Mm -hmm. I see our students each and every day uh, and I can live with that because I know we're making progress.
0: Yeah. Is this a political issue?
3: Well, I certainly believe it uh, is most definitely a political issue. I mean, you know, some of it's tied to the pandemic and, you know, we we talk about the, you know, all these things that students lost out on, at least uh, from a a capacity to learn. I guess I look at it as as it's an opportunity, but it shouldn't be to the detriment of a kid. Uh, So there's no question it's a political political hot potato. Um, I've always said schools are oftentimes, uh, I mean, I've seen the pendulum swing so many times, but uh, we're to the point where I kind of feel like that you know, we're going to have to show rock bottom. And then in a couple of years when everything rockets, it will go back and lawmakers will be able to say, well, look at all the great things that we've done. Well, I think there's many other opportunities that you could do some great things. I don't know that it's with standardized testing in, in grade three of all places. And,
0: and the th- other thing that really bothers me about standardized testing is you take the creativity out of the teacher. Oh, I abs- mean, I mean, they're, they're almost become robotic.
3: A- absolutely. And that's one of the things that I'm most proud of uh, within the VCSC. I mean, we've always allowed 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 our teachers to to have that creativity because that's what kids need and and that creativity is the catalyst to so many other things anyway kids kids need that adults need that
0: okay as we wrap up the fall we get it and in the books here in a couple of weeks of course out the high school got ball coming up got sports going on a lot of good things uh elementary kids are doing well uh before you know it those uh Those fifth grade students are going to be preparing to go to Clark, and those eighth graders are going to be preparing to go up the hill.
3: That's correct. (laughs) So, I mean. It'll be here. I mean, I always say, and I I don't know that people always realize this, but, you know, when we come back from Christmas break, I mean, that's when we start to get into the planning for the following year, and, and you start working with student schedules. Um, You know, when we come back in January, our counselors will already um, be putting programming in front of students uh, for the following year and getting their schedules because that's just the the natural course and and how things work within schools. So it's kind of hard to believe that uh, we're pretty much to that point.
0: Final question, i got to ask you this, is I know a lot of schools are still facing teacher shortages. Is that on the horizon with VCSE? You're all right, obviously now because you're in a school year, but...
3: Well, I will argue that the greatest thing that's uh, having an impact statewide and and it's nationally um, is the teacher shortage is real. I, I don't know that I would have said that, you know, four or five years ago because we weren't. You know, unfortunately, I will always argue that because politics has played too much of a role in education, and uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that I think would like to go into education, but they don't want to deal with the politics, and and I blame politicians and, and lawmakers for some of that, that rhetoric. Because I will still argue it's the greatest, uh, it's the greatest field. Uh, but uh, the teacher shortage is real, and I mean we. We're not able to fill uh, some of the positions, um, you know, but you talk to almost any school. I mean, every school uh, was in the same boat, and we've got to find a way to, to get people, good people, uh, into education, and uh, we're certainly working through some of those creative ways.
0: Well appreciate you stopping in. It sounds like you've had a great school year.
3: It's been a phenomenal school year. But it's uh, only half over. It's only <laughs> half over. You know, I was reminded last night, you know, I was out at Clark for a little bit of sixth grade basketball, and then I went to Riley for their Christmas program. That kind of kicks off the, the Christmas programs. It's just it's hard to believe that, you know, we're we're to this point and, and we're to Christmas programs because I, I felt like I was just at the very first you know football game or volleyball or whatever so um yeah we're well into the swing of, of winter sports winter guard will be here as, as well and uh, the christmas programs and then we'll get started and regroup in january
0: all right appreciate you stopping again have a happy holiday
3: happy holidays merry christmas all righty
0: stay tuned mid edition is next to waov